I'm Devon Fulness Mary. I'm an author, empowerment coach, and survivor of childhood sexual abuse who conquered post-traumatic stress. Divinefulness is loving the real you, who your higher power created you to be, your divine sacred self. On Easter, God's love overwhelmed and compelled me to create this podcast, a multi-faith mission to remind you how much your higher power loves you and invite you to deepen your relationship with them. All faiths and LGBTQIA spirits are welcome. Since the most important relationship in our lives is the one we have with ourselves, last week I said for about the next year we're going to focus on self-love. Please listen to Podcast 27 before you continue listening to this podcast since each episode builds upon the last one. Otherwise, you'll miss important steps in your spiritual self-love journey. Our format began last week with your self-love guided visualization meditation. Starting today, you'll have a few weeks of coaching questions to guide you on your spiritual self-love journey. Then we'll go on to the next self-love guided visualization meditation and more coaching questions for the next few weeks. We'll keep repeating this pattern until we're done. Last week, I gave you steps to guide you on finding your dream life, writing your dream life story, and steps to refining it. Then you took your refined dream life story and created a bio of your future self. Once you have a clear vision of your dream life story in writing, record it. Read or listen to it every morning and or five to 10 minutes before you go to sleep as you visualize it. Don't ever hesitate doing this whenever you need to boost your confidence. In today's episode, I'm going to provide you with an exercise that will help you find the negative beliefs that are keeping you from living your dream life. You'll choose the number one negative belief holding you back And then next week, we'll start talking about how to transform negative beliefs into positive ones. Before we begin, I want to remind you about the importance of developing your spiritual awareness and deepening a relationship with your higher power. God, my higher power, led me from suicidal thoughts to finding and loving my divine sacred self, as well as conquering post-traumatic stress. Last week, I suggested you start small with a daily mantra prayer, or a meditation like my five-minute centering prayer practice for all faiths in Podcast 17. I credit this listening prayer with helping me stop bad childhood sexual abuse memories from hijacking me back in time when I had post-traumatic stress. Then, I mentioned my short customized empowering poem, My Divine Sacred Self, that's also in Podcast 17 and on the homepage of my website at divinefulnessliving.com. To continue developing your spiritual awareness and deepening a relationship with your higher power, I also suggested marking your calendar every two to three months. On that date, explore other spiritual practices that might interest you. Consider trying non-traditional ones like listening to Tibetan singing bowls or nature sound videos as you sit silently listening to your higher power, meditating on inspiring quotes from a non-religious source or your holy book, or other more non-traditional practices. If you've ever had the experience of feeling like you're stuck in a boring routine or job, don't be hard on yourself. As it turns out, our brains are wired to look for familiar patterns and create generalizations. For example, you probably have your own morning routine. When you commute or drive somewhere often, you probably take the same route most of the time. We're hardwired to live our life on autopilot, That's why we need to be more conscious of our feelings, thoughts, and actions. Otherwise, nothing will ever change. That's why we need to develop and deepen our relationship with ourselves, our higher power, and our divine sacred self. Remember, 
Your divine sacred self isn't broken, so it doesn't need to be fixed. Your divine sacred self is the real you, who your higher power created you to be. Your divine sacred self doesn't shame you, blame you, or tell you what you should do or listen to others who try to do any of that to you. Your divine sacred self will teach you how to live in a state of being the beautiful spirit your higher power created you to be. Your divine sacred self will teach you how to show up as the real you and share its infinite power that is ready for you to embrace. Sometimes we're pursuing our dream life without any support from loved ones, which can really be draining when things aren't going so well. We can also feel beaten down by one personal crisis after another, or one on top of another with little or no support. Other times, we need to be our own support system until we find like-minded people to encourage us. That's why it's so important to keep in mind what you want and start revolving the rest of your life around that. There's nothing wrong with knowing what you want and setting goals to get it. It's not selfish. Last week, I gave you some tips on handling clashes with loved ones and your boss, compromising, and how to turn your regretful yes into a firm no. I won't repeat them here. You can listen to last week's podcast to refresh your memory. If you've ever been to a Christian wedding, chances are you've heard today's Bible verse about love in Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. While eloquent and beautiful, it wasn't until last year I noticed Paul added the tough stuff at the end. That's what I want you to pay attention to. Paul says, Love is patient. Love is kind. It is not jealous. Love is not pompous. It is not inflated. It is not rude. It does not seek its own interests. It is not quick-tempered. It does not brood over injury. It does not rejoice over wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Here it is. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. That's from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 13, verses 4 to 7. Here, I believe the love God is talking about is, of course, our love for others, but it's also about the humble love he wants us to have for ourselves that I mentioned in podcast five. That's where, in the 22nd chapter of Matthew, Jesus says, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. In his command to love others, Jesus implies we are also called to love ourselves. Humbly, of course, but it's still a self-love command. It's also doing the will of God because it ties directly into your life choices. Since our life choices are based on our passion and talents given to us by higher power, your higher power wants you to be happy and to be the best you can be. That's how much they love you. They want you to live a balanced and joyful life. As you continue refining your dream life goal, having a good foundation will not only guide you, but help you see what you need to change to overcome challenges. Now, let's get to one of the essential pieces of your foundation that's a big part of every decision you make. That's the negative beliefs you have. Once you become consciously aware of the power your negative beliefs have in your life, you can start working on transforming them. Don't panic. I'm providing you with a short exercise to help you figure them out. It will take some time and reflection. So whenever you get stuck, take a break and come back to it later or the next day. Before you begin, I suggest you create the most loving environment possible. Have a photo of a supportive loved one close by to comfort you. 
put on your favorite music playlist. Cuddle with your pet if you have one or touch something that comforts you like something you have from a living or deceased loved one. Treat yourself to your favorite beverage, healthy snack, and maybe bring out some incense or a scented candle. Now think about at least a couple of major decisions that turned out great for you and a couple of decisions you wish you could do over. Please be sure to reflect on both kinds of decisions so you can learn as much about yourself as possible. You'll need paper and pen or a computer where you'll make five columns labeled as follows. One, feeling and location in your body. Here, use a one-word feeling and a precise location. Two, feeling intensity. From one to ten, write down the intensity of that feeling. Three, thoughts. That is, for one or more thoughts that come from your feeling. Please put each thought on a separate line so you're sure to carefully evaluate each one. Four, reason or reasons for your decision. Again, please put each reason on a separate line so you're sure to carefully evaluate each one. Five, belief behind the reason. Yes, one last time, please put each belief on a separate line so you're sure to carefully evaluate each one. When you have multiple beliefs for each reason, please be sure to include all your beliefs for that reason. Finally, please be sure to complete all of the columns, which will probably take at least several days. Once you've completed all of the information in every column, take a break and continue working on it later that day or the next day. Lastly, choose one negative belief that you want to transform because we'll start working on negative beliefs next week. Remember, if you have a hard time starting or continuing your belief exercise, don't beat yourself up. Take a break and come back to it later or the next day. Like I said last week, if you get stuck, like your divine sacred self, be compassionate. It happens to all of us. First, calm yourself down. You can start by using a calming technique like breathing deeply five times for a count of three. Again, here's a calming technique I created. It's called the triple S. It stands for slippers, stretch, and senses. Pretend you're on the phone and you're looking at your feet as you answer my question. When you buy slippers, do you buy women's or men's, small, medium, large, or extra large? Then imagine you're wearing your favorite comfy slippers right now and stretch and relax your feet as you stretch and relax your arms. Next, since you have two eyes, tell me two things you see. Since you have two ears, tell me two things you hear. Now tell me one thing you smell or would like to smell. Then tell me one thing you taste or would like to taste. Lastly, tell yourself, I'm safe here. No one can hurt me. I'm safe in the present moment. And tickle yourself or whistle. You can check out other calming techniques in Podcast 17. Once you're calm, like a compassionate and non-judgmental friend or your divine sacred self, ask yourself the following four questions and write down the answers. One, how are you feeling? Two, what are you thinking? Three, what's the challenge? And four, what's the smallest step you can take now that will keep you moving forward? It can be anything. Taking any action is an accomplishment and propels you forward. Take your time with the exercise and please be gentle with yourself. Let me know how it's going and email me your questions at mary at divinefulnessliving.com.
See the show notes for my email address. Will you dare to be the real you and start living the life that you deserve? Long live the adventure! Please take a moment today to remember how your higher powers lifted you up over the years and consider deepening your relationship with them. And remember to take care of their precious gift, you. Thank you for listening to the God is Love and So Are You podcast. Join me next Wednesday for more about your higher power's passionate love for you. Remember, before we move on to the next self-love guide to visualization meditation, we'll have a few more weeks of focusing on coaching questions to guide you on your spiritual self-love journey. Share this podcast with someone who might benefit from it. For my email address, please see the show notes.